Shabbat Shalom from Israel. It's a blessing we can come together and just share a short message tonight as we press in. I hope you've been encouraged with uh, what we've been doing on walking in destiny. You know, the purpose of getting to the place where we're not anxious about how we are living our life by faith. And I really believe the Father wants to break uh, this anxiousness or am I doing the right thing? Uh, am I doing enough for God? How am I How am I walking in my relationship with Elohim? And, uh, you know, we've touched on a lot of key points of some of the challenges you face when you're walking in destiny, the assignments of the enemy and how he wants to convince you that you are falling short, that you are missing the mark that the Father has for you. And what does Yeshua say? My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. We have the Holy Spirit to be our teacher, to be our counselor. So we don't have to come under the condemnation of people who are trying to misrepresent how the scripture calls us to walk. Yes, we want to be devoted to Yehovah, but we're not we're not getting into the word because we're trying to avoid some God with a hammer, you know, trying to smash us on the head and always looking for the negative. What we love about Elohim is he understands who you are. He cares for you. And his grace is amazing that he will cover uh, over a multitude of sins if we will come and repent before him. Even David, look at what he went through from the place of adultery. And, you know, he moved into fasting. Uh, he didn't know if the baby was going to make it. And the word was, you know, you're going to lose this child because of your sin. But, you know, God said that he was a man after his own heart. And he makes mistakes. And we read the scriptures and, you know, we see Abraham making mistakes what mistakes did he make you know when he told uh the uh was it the the, the pharaoh of egypt that his wife uh, was not his wife it was his sister um so you know there's so many times when we're in places where you know we recognize in the scripture where compromise took took place there was always a price that was paid because of compromise and we don't want to be people of compromise we want to be people walking in the promise and the more time we spend in the word the more time we spend with each other encouraging each other in Yehovah we can do this we can get through this we are not called to be isolated and on our own we need each other and it's encouraging to be together and to share around the word so in walking in destiny we're talking about being on his highway going in the direction the Father has called us to go in, uh, that we are not spending our whole time just trying to work out the strategy of how we see God's promise being fulfilled within our lives. That's what we talked about yesterday. It's not about you driving forward, trying to accomplish, uh, you know, the, the promises and the things that the Father's given you. If you will just serve him, worship him, walk in his, his ways, you know... Goodness and mercy will follow you. It will all come to pass. You will find that you're on time and in place. How many times do we get testimonies coming in where someone writes in or, or calls or I speak to them and they say, you never believe it, but you know that word you delivered yesterday was so precise to my situation. It was exactly what I needed to hear. It helped steer me in the direction I needed to go. I was about to go down a wrong road and then all of a sudden, the word of Yehovah that comes forth aligns me 
to the path of how I'm called to walk. That's what's what's so amazing about walking together and uh, pressing in together and, you know, being around the Word and just, you know, asking the Father just to reveal His promises to us. So anyway, thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for this Sabbath. We just bless your name. We thank you that this is an appointed time where we can come into your presence and receive from you. We break all the assignments of the enemy as we come to the end of the week. Father, all the things we didn't get accomplished, we just cast on to you. Uh, We know that we've done everything that we can accomplish and now we're going to enter into that time of rest. And we know that, that you will take care of us and we don't have to worry for the next 24 hours we can just be focused in your presence so father help us to enter in to the sabbath rest help us to experience what it truly means to walk in your shalom and to receive from you and at this appointed time we give you permission to speak into our lives to communicate to us to pour and lavish your love upon us we love you father we love you yeshua we thank you for paying the price for us and we ask for the guidance of the spirit in our lives, that we will see your kingdom come and your will done. Hallelujah. All right, I'm just going to say a shout out to a few people. We've got Kathy. Uh, Shabbat Shalom to you. Uh, still Shalom for me here in Florida. Yes, welcome. Thanks for joining. We've got Jerry in Boston, Massachusetts. Thanks for joining, Jerry. Good to see you. Uh, we've got Michael Bryant in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Welcome, Michael. Good to see you. Uh, we've got Nancy. Uh, thank you. So encouraging. Excellent. Where are you from? Nancy, gives a, uh, tell us where you are. Uh, we've got Clay. Uh, Shalom, brother. Happy preparation day. Yeah, good to see you. We've got Tony in Texas. Hi, Tony. How you doing? Blessings. Hallelujah. We've got June coming in there. Uh, <coughs> Shabbat Shalom, Kenny, Russell, and Keith. Where is Keith? I haven't seen Keith. Is he not getting on my feet or something? You're all shouting out to Keith, and he's usually he's usually talking on the message, but, you know, haven't seen him on there for a few days. I don't know if some of the channels are not coming up on the feed. But anyway, welcome, Keith, if you're watching. Hallelujah. So, you know, what we are doing is we are preparing to get to Shavuot. We're on this journey of the counting of the Omar. We are working our way to Shavuot on the 31st, um, the evening, well, the 31st of uh the month of May and uh, you know really excited about this time really excited about you know what the father is going to do this year I really believe that this year is going to be incredibly supernatural and I think one of the key things we're going to see is a mighty move of the spirit or an open heaven that's going to come over Israel yesterday we were talking about the power of prayer and we were ministering yesterday from uh, Isaiah chapter uh, was it 60? Uh, or was it 61? 61. Uh, and yeah, there was another scripture we were reading and it'll come to me in a second. Anyway, we'll come back to that in a second to just so I catch where that scripture was. But we were talking about what the Father is going to do uh, as we are pressing in an intercession and prayer. We'll come back to that in a minute. That's the wrong scripture. It's not 61. It'll hit me in between the eyes any moment now. Anyway, we're talking about intercession and prayer and the importance of standing in the gap. You know, we don't intercede and pray because 
people want us to. Sometimes the Father will put someone on your heart. They haven't asked you to pray for them. You've just got this word in the Spirit. Pray for this person right now. You know, have you ever heard testimonies of people who've woken up in the middle of the night? You know, I, I was uh, ministering to some First Nation people up there in the northernest point of Canada uh, on the west coast. And they came to Jerusalem and they were sharing with me this uh, mother was talking about her son. And the father would wake her up in the middle of the night. And three times she was woken up and uh, saw her son attempting to kill himself and where he was. And she got up in the middle of the night and was able to go exactly to that place and found her son on the edge of buildings and all different types of crazy things. You know, so it's not just about the pressing in of the interceding, but it's taking action towards the things that we hear and we see in the Spirit. So if the Father wakes you up in the middle of the night, I encourage you, get up and pray. You know, don't just dismiss things and just turn over. You know, we want to be available in his presence. We want to see a, a raising up of a spiritual people that will be effective for the kingdom. So when someone's in need, the Father's going to put that need upon your life. You know, he'll say, look, will you respond to this need? Yeah, yesterday we talked about uh, responding to the the voice. That's what it was. It was in the beginning of Isaiah, wasn't it? Here I am. Uh, Isaiah chapter 3. See, I told you it would come back, didn't I? Um, it's not Isaiah chapter 3. Uh, oh, it nearly came back there, didn't it? God, don't you hate that? I'm having one of those moments. Let's have a look. Uh, where are we at? Am I using a different Bible or something? What's happening here? Was it Jeremiah? No. Oh, yeah, it's Jeremiah. Was it? No, it's not Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm having a moment. Yeah. You know, that's what happens when we're doing these things without notes. We're just pressing in, you know. We want things to be by the Spirit. It's Ezekiel, of course. Ezekiel chapter 3. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, do, 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 do. Just talk among yourselves. You know, where, where's the one that says, Here I am? I thought it's Isaiah. Why do I think it's Ezekiel? It's just not chapter 3. It's definitely Isaiah. I'm going back to Isaiah. <laughs> you know, come on, start praying. Make sure I'm not losing my marbles here. Ah, oh, yeah, it's Isaiah chapter 6. Yes, it's not chapter 3. It's Ezekiel 3, the commissioning there. It's Isaiah chapter 6. Okay, we found it. Hallelujah. I'm glad for that. You know, what were we talking about? He says, Woe to me, uh, I am ruined. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. He's not just recognizing his, his sin. He's also identifying with the nation. And, you know, sometimes we, we have people that are so focused on their, their personal relationship with Yeshua that they don't identify with their people. In the land of Israel, as an Israeli, 
you know, it's my job to identify with the people of the nation. It's not just about, am I clean? How, how is my life? What's going on in my nation? Do we care about our nations? Do we care about uh, Jerusalem? Do we care about our towns and our cities in which we're living and the countries in which we're living? You know, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live in a people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the king of Yehovah Almighty. And I really believe the Father was gearing us last night. And it's still an encouragement today. Let's get to the place where we don't spend our days just focused on self. We've done so much on this series over the weeks on the importance of getting out of self and getting into the purposes and the destiny that the Father has for us. And let me tell you something. You know, the Father is pouring out in you to bring transformation to this generation. You know, you have the anointing of the Spirit on you. I was watching a a message today of a a preacher that was talking about this COVID-19 vaccinations and patents and things that are coming out where they can put these little chip things or, you know, uh, band-aids on your your hand or your forehead and it can inject the the vaccines into you and it can leave a signature you know where you are basically trackable and so on and so forth but you know guess what we are filled with the holy spirit you know the father knows who we are and we want the power of the spirit to go through our lives we want to minister to this generation so we don't have to be in fear on any marks or or any stuff, you know, uh, Bill Gates and his gang, what are they all talking about right now? You know, if you don't have this vaccination, you can't go buy food, you can't go to public places and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's what we see in the scripture. It's going to get to that day. Is it really this day? I don't really believe so. I think there's so much testing going on in Satan's kingdom to how people are responding to the spirit of fear. But as the body of Messiah, we've got to rise up and we've got to bring the love of Yehovah. We've got to bring a message of faith, of supernatural transformation. And the very same people across the world who moved into uh, fear and unbelief and you know panic will be the very people who will wake up to a revelation of a, a revival and an outpouring of the spirit and receive from Yahovah. So just as quick as you see the spirit of fear hit, what can the spirit of love do to this generation? Oh, I'm telling you, I believe that the Holy Spirit's going to pour out on the nations. And when you see an assignment of Hasatan, when Satan attacks, and we have seen the greatest testimony of our generation, we have never seen a manifestation across the nations like we're seeing right now. And we know its signature is the hand of Hasatan over all of this because he is trying to bring forth his unholy agenda. But in the midst of it, can you see the the signature of what the Holy Spirit can do? Can you see the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit working through our lives? I can see it. And yesterday we said, uh, see this, uh, uh, you know, he he takes the call, touches his lips and says that your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of Yehovah saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And, you know, 
This is where I want us to get to as we come into this Sabbath, that we come into this Sabbath with a focus that we want to be directed in the presence of Yehovah. Father, will you operate, will you minister through our lives? Will you equip us? And I said, here I am, send me. And he said, go and tell this people. You're ever hearing but never understanding, ever seeing but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn and be healed. And, you know, we see that in Matthew chapter 13 and Mark chapter 8 and John 12. You know, that's the references where Yeshua uses this scripture and he's speaking in parables. And, you know, what what's going on? Why is it people are blinded? You know, you know, it's because their their hearts are not right. You know, you can't just walk in and get hold of the truth. You know, you can be sharing the love and the truth of Yeshua to someone and they're like, I just can't see it. I'm not getting it. I don't know what you're talking about. Because of the sin factor in their life and they have no desire to yield to the things of the Spirit. But if you and I are in the place where we are pursuing the things of the Spirit, as we are walking in the Spirit, it's our guaranteed seal of salvation. But you can also expect the revelation. Why, why do we keep saying, give us ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to understand, that we will recognize who Yeshua is? Why do people not get it? You know, it's, we've got so many testimonies. Why do people not desire to read the Word? You know, because they're blinded, you know, by the sins of this world. So we want to we want to intercede and stand in the gap on behalf of this generation. And Father, we pray over Israel right now. May they have an incredible awakening of the Spirit. We release an open heaven over the land of Israel. And we say this is the hour for supernatural transformation over the land of Israel. We stand in the gap for a mighty victory. And like I've been saying over the days, the victory that happens here in Israel will affect your testimony no matter what country you are watching or listening from today. And the reason behind that is when the outpouring happens in Israel, it will be the greatest love story ever told and the entire world will have to stop and come to attention on who he is. So we've got people trying to get us to the end of the end. You know, the Christian world's like, watch out, here comes the rapture. You know, I don't believe in the rapture in that system. I don't believe that's what the Bible teaches in the format of which, you know, many of the old school, um, you know, teachers on end times taught, you know. You know, I believe we will be here through the tribulation and we will be caught up for the wedding supper of the Lamb. And, you know, there's many people that don't even believe in the in the wedding supper of the Lamb. They don't even understand the foundation of the gospel that, that Yehovah has to marry Israel. It's the only way for redemption. It's not just about Yeshua dying. He died so he can remarry Israel. That's one of the main purposes of his death, that he will take our sins away, that he will be the perfect Passover lamb. But he had to die to remarry Israel. Let the bride say, come. Let the bride of the lamb say, come, Yeshua HaMashiach, come. And some people are like, well, you know, that's just, it's not literal, it's just spiritual. You know, no, it's really going to happen. This is exactly what... 
is going to happen in accordance with the scriptures. So we want to raise up a spiritual army. We want to be part of that spiritual army and really press in. You know, our focus is being getting worldliness out. And, you know, what's your testimony right now? You know, we've talked over the days about taking notes of the things that we are going through. You know, are we seeing patterns? Are we spending too much time focusing on our needs that we're off balance when it comes to investing into the lives of others? You know, we don't want to go through life where all we've done is just spend our time doing our thing. You know, you might be content doing your thing, but, you know, I, I don't want to step into eternity and, uh, you know, just to be standing there... <coughs> to be standing there on my own, you know, I, like, you know, well, where's all the people that you influenced and the people that you spoke into and, and and the people who you ministered to? Oh, well, there's nobody there, you know? You know, I can't wait to, to meet people who were supernaturally healed, transformed, you know, to talk with people I haven't seen in years whose marriages were on, you know, the edge d destroyed and how the Father restored them. I can't wait to see those people who've had incredible signs and wonders and miracles. You know, I can't wait to see the people that we've prayed and fasted for and pressed in for, you know, who have passed away right now. You know, we are going to meet those people again. Hallelujah. And when we come into the eternal kingdom, you know, I believe we will know and remember many things that have happened. And Yeshua is going to teach us his word. He's going to press in and show us the word and, you know, explain how to truly walk in the Torah. And he did that during his time on the earth. But we're going to see even more of it, um, you know, when we are going through the millennial kingdom with the Messiah. Hallelujah. All right. So I just want to read um, uh, a few verses from Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 27. Why do you say, O Jacob, and complain, O Israel, my way is hidden from Yehovah? My cause is um, disregarded by my Elohim. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Yehovah is the everlasting Elohim, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. And as we press in about walking in the Spirit, about walking in the path of destiny, what is it that drains you? What is it that, that, that fills you to a place where you have no strength and no ability to move forward? You know, so often it's because we are sidetracked from the things of the Spirit. You know, we did talk about intercession yesterday. It's exhausting at the beginning as we are building up our stamina in the place of prayer. And then we get to the place where it gets a lot more easier to press forward. And, and my encouragement to you, no matter what you face, you know, live a life of intercession. Press in. Let our prayers be powerful. Pray the word. You know, how should we pray? Pray the word. It says, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. So, Father, we just speak forth your strength. For those of us who are coming to the end of the week and we're really feeling the pressure 
of what we've been through. Father, will you give us supernatural strength at this time? Will you increase the power of the weak? We release the power of Yehovah. We release the power. Let the weak say, I am strong. You've got to speak it out. You've got to speak it out. It's not just a manifestation of, uh, you know, his power. No, it is a declaration. I'm not going to live in the place of weakness. I'm going to live in the strength of Yehovah. Hallelujah. How do we live in the strength of Yehovah? We live in the strength of Yehovah by knowing who we are and by walking in his ways. So we want to get to that place where we understand who we are and we are walking in his ways. You know, when we're dealing with the the identity search, what, what are we talking about? We're talking about the present. Who am I? Who are you in this present time? When we look at our past, where did I come from? Don't forget where you came from. You have a testimony. Don't forget it. Share your testimony. It's the transformation from the the natural to the supernatural. You know, where you are born again of the Spirit. Don't forget where you came from. Because it it will transform your love language. He who is forgiven much will love much. So don't forget where you came from. And the future, where are you going? Where are you going? Well, this is not a plan that you write down your thoughts and where you want to go. No, because a servant doesn't deliver uh, his thoughts and his opinion. A servant delivers the master's thoughts and opinions. So what we need is we need to capture what the Father is saying about where we're going. Because let me tell you something. There's many times I've been on journeys, uh, you know, and I'm going places that I don't really want to go. But because the Father said, this is where I want you to go. You know, when I told Haley, you know, back in the UK about coming to Israel, when the Father gave me the revelation, I said, Haley, the Father gave me a word. He said, the hour has come. It's time for Israel. We are going to move to Israel. She looks at me and she's like, you know, is it not hard enough? You know, my crazy, in in those days, Gentile husband, is it not hard enough what we are going through right now? You know, uh without a home, uh, without resources. Now you want to pick us up and take us to the land of Israel? You know, is it not hard enough? But you know what? Yehovah is faithful. He is faithful. We've got on planes. We've gone to destinations because his word says. So you don't do it because you can. You do it because he says. So what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Take note of what he's saying to you. Don't be afraid. Let's let's break the spirit of fear right now in Yeshua's name. Fear be broken. You know, we break the spirit of fear and we release love or power in a sound mind. We release the fruits of the spirit over our lives. Hallelujah. Every one of us face different seasons in our life. And um, the introdu- all these different seasons introduce new challenges. You know? But how we respond will determine the fruitfulness. So how do we respond to the challenges we face within our lives? You know, because remember what we talked about yesterday. We talked about coming to the place of rejection. How do we handle rejection? Oh, you know, God can't be in it. God's not real, you know. Oh, I thought there was a way and then there's no way. And 
God let me down. No, he didn't let you down. He just wants to know, will you push through? Will you go, uh, you know, into another dimension or are you just going to sit back? He wants you to push through in the Spirit. So our desire today is that we get to the place where we, we, we make a decision. I'm not going to walk in worldliness because what will worldliness do? It will breed the cancer of sin, you know, to take you out. It will take you off the path of your destiny. So the more you're focused on the world, the, the dimmer the light concerning your destiny will be. Now, we are, we are in the world, but we're not of it. So it doesn't mean that you go sit on a mountaintop away from nobody. No, the Father wants you interacting with, in, interacting with the broken hearted. You have the answer. Come on, bring the solutions, bring the deliverance, bring the healing, bring the word of Yehovah to this generation. This is not time to get your bug out bag and go sit on the mountain. And even if things get tough, stop trying to look after number one and start asking the Father who you need to be ministering to, even if it costs you your life. Well, it's a different way of looking at things. What does Hasatan want to do? He wants to drain your spiritual life, and he wants to set you up for failure. But we are not going to give him permission. And as we come into this Sabbath, we just rejoice in the victory of Yehovah. Verse 30 of Isaiah chapter 40. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope on Yehovah will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not faint. And I'm speaking to you right now. I'm speaking to me right now. But those who hope in Yehovah will renew their strength. This is why we're coming into Sabbath, for the renewal of our strength. You have to take this time to come into his presence to be restored. You will soar on wings like eagles and will run and not grow weary. You will walk and will not faint. I just release the strength of Yehovah over you. I break the spirit of anxiety. Every area where the devil's lying to you. Come on. The Father is shining his light right on the plans of the enemy in your life right now. Recognize them and say, you know, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to dance with the devil. No, I'm going to walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. I'm going to move on his strength. And even in the place of weakness, I will proclaim that I am weak, but I am strong in you. When you've done all the stand, it says in Ephesians chapter 6, Stand firm then, and you will see the victory in the glory of Yehovah. This is a day for us to rise up, so don't lose the blessing of entering into the rest on Sabbath. You know, those who don't follow Torah, that don't follow Sabbath, they miss the rest of Yehovah. Oh, brother, will I get my rest on a Monday? I get my rest on another day. No, no. The Sabbath is not just a day that you have a rest. It's not about you. The Sabbath is an appointment. So it's not about you stopping so you don't have a nervous breakdown, even though it'll help do that. But it's about you receiving from him. You know, I'm partaking of a food that's very different to what I'm putting in the flesh. I am eating of the word of Yehovah. We hide the word within us. Receive the manna from heaven. 
give us this day our daily bread. It is not talking about, you know, uh, you know, a piece of physical bread on the earth. Give us this day our daily bread. It's talking about the food from heaven receiving the words the Father has for you. So I just want to release over this Sabbath the shalom of Yehovah, his peace. I speak an open heaven over every single one of us, that this will be a Sabbath of revelation, that the glory of Yehovah will manifest within our lives, and that, Father, you'll give us opportunity to go deeper in you so that we can be equipped to be effective for your kingdom. And we thank you that we can fellowship with other brothers and sisters and, and be an encouragement. And, and if you're in an area where you can meet with others, meet with others. Come on. Spend time with others. It's good. If you're in an area where you don't, then that's what we're here for. You know, we want to be, uh, you know, part of your family to be there to help you, to encourage you. Hey, we've got uh, Rye with us as well from Illinois. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us today. We've got Vicky in uh, Texas. We've got... Uh, I don't, I trutch it all or something. I don't know what that means, but anyway, hallelujah. Who else have we got here? We've got Evelyn. Thanks for joining. You're late. Yep, it's okay. You can go back in a minute and rewind it. We've got Dee coming in there. Good to see you. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom to everyone. You know, we're just, uh, we're just going to kind of come to a close just now. Um, I had a great testimony from um, one of you that's on the, uh, the feed, I think they're on today. And uh, it just gave me a testimony about how she was uh, looking for a new place to stay, had to get things resolved this week, and, you know, just shared testimony of what the Father did, that He is faithful. He will answer your prayers and make a way where there is no way. When you're facing those those places of the excuse me, of demands. And it's like, what do I do? How do I break through this barrier? Well, what do we do? We take it to Yehovah in prayer. And we say, Father, we come to you. You are the God that makes a way. You care for me. You know my steps. You will make a way. And the Father opened the door for this individual. You know, blessed them with a new place to stay right in the same uh, building that they were in. And uh, even gave them discount and money off per month as well. The Father is blessing his people. And we rejoice. Especially at this time. It's not easy in the midst of this uh, pandemic and shutdown, you know. Finances are so tight in so many places. It's not an easy time. People are under so much pressure. So if you're in that place under pressure, if you're out of work or just experiencing the pressure with your families in the midst of this shutdown, and the, the, there's so many needs around us, let's enter into his rest and come to that place where we can be filled and restored so that we can be effective to take the gospel of the kingdom to this generation and those around us listen it starts right with those around us how far do we need to go you know some people will fly and drive you know 10,000 miles you know if I can walk 500 miles <laughs> the proclaimers where's Jerry you like that song Jerry da -da -da -da. <laughs> anyway it you know they'll travel so far to be involved in evangelism. But what are we doing right in our own neighborhood? What are we doing with our neighbors? How are we communicating the gospel with those around us? Anyway, 
I hope you're blessed and encouraged. I'm going to give you my email as I do every time. Kenny at Bulldoze of Faith. Bulldozerfaith.com. If you've got prayer requests, um, <laughs> you like that song, Jerry. I love that song. You know, when I'm driving across America, I love getting the windows down when you're in the middle of nowhere between uh, states, or, or not between states, but between cities. Um, you know, just blasting that out as we're driving along the road. It's good fun. Um, hallelujah. So, look, if you've got prayer requests, I've just put my email on there. just want to encourage you to connect with us. Um, if you've got testimonies as well, um, I just want to encourage you to share your testimony. Let us know what the Father is doing within your life. Uh, our desire is to be here, to be an encouragement to you, and to, you know, just be a support on this journey as you are serving Yehovah. And if you're blessed and encouraged with the things that we do, I want to encourage you to partner with us and build those of faith and the missions that we do. Um, I'm sending you a link right now where you can uh, send offerings um, and donations to the ministry to support the things that we do to help us uh, minister on a daily basis. You know, this is how we do it, you know. The Father makes a way. You know, we also work in business as well as ministry for funding kingdom projects. We want to fund you know, we don't just ask people to give to the ministry. We are actively building resources as well to pour into the ministry as a family as well. What a blessing it is to give and to to minister to the brokenhearted and those in need. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the time tonight and you've been encouraged with the message. I just want to just proclaim Shabbat Shalom. Have a blessed time of rest. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, probably around about 7 o'clock, I would expect, maybe a little later. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, Shalom, Shalom.